0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Omega Metroid podcast from OmegaMetroid.com. My name is Andy Spiteri, joined for the first time by my guy, Daniel Hocter, uh, aka a fallen apple, aka one of the most rockin' staff writers on Omega Metroid. Daniel, how are you, my friend?
1: Hey, I'm doing good, man. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me on. This is, uh, I have been love. I've loved listening to the Omega Metroid podcast. So it is fantastic to just to be on here. And Talking some video games, um, you know, it's we're going good. It's uh, it's been a fantastic weekend uh, We're kind of nearing the end of fall, but I just I love this weather right now It's kind of dreary out right now, but it, uh, overall it's been really good. Uh, but what about you? How are you doing?
0: Uh, well, I'm doing good. We've got like we've got like three feet of snow in calgary right now, so it, it is very dreary um, but yeah, it's uh, it was great to to have you on like so many of our omega team Kind of started off as like, hey, this podcast is kind of cool. Got a little bit more involved in the community, and and here we are. So I kind of love that. It's almost like a like a small little success story. I, I love that kind of stuff. Cool. So, yeah, no, I'm really uh, really glad to have you. And if you've been uh, if you've been checking out a lot of our written stuff over on OmegaMetro.com, chances are this man has penned uh, at least a couple of those, and uh, doing a, doing a great job at it as well. So, yeah, really Thank good you. to have you on the show. I'm sure this will be the first of many appearances.
1: Awesome. Um, well, thanks.
0: So yeah, we uh, we are actually here to revive a series that I feel like we haven't talked about in absolutely forever, and that is inspired by Metroid. And uh, we've got a very, very good game on the docket for today, but I was thinking, maybe Daniel, first, before we get there, um, you know, just, to, just as a little icebreaker, you know, tell everybody your Metroid journey. How did you get into the series? How did you... You know, like what was your what was your entry? What was the point? What was the point where you were just like, man, this Metroid stuff is pretty good. I like it.
1: So I mean, I I did play. I mean, I I can't remember all the way back. Like I, I'm I'm a little on the older side, guys. Uh, like I played the Nestroid. I did. Um, I, I really didn't pick it up though. Like really dive in. I would say until a little later. I it was actually like even like, uh, maybe like just after college. Like I played Super Metroid. I played a little Metroid Prime. And they were great games. I really dove into it, though, after college. And all of a sudden, I'm like, huh, I'm going to play this one. And then you know what? I'm going to play them all chronological order. Why yeah. not? And then like it was actually Metroid 2. Man, I was blown away. I was playing the um, the 3DS uh, eShop version that's black and white. Yeah. And I remember coming to the finally the Metroid Queen. I'm like, holy Like, Oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry. I forgot about swearing and stuff, but I. Uh, <laughs> but anyways. I'm like, wow, this is crazy. Like that, like on a Game Boy. And then I'm like, okay. So then I played the other ones. And then even through other M, you know, but uh, I, that's kind of been it. I ever since I've just been truly hooked on Metroid.
0: Yeah, right. that's, that's awesome. I actually, I went and bought the cartridge, like the Game Boy cartridge, because I don't, Christ. I think this was before there was like a real eShop. Um, so I, I tracked it down and I, I had like an OG Game Boy still from like when I was a kid. I think it was indestructible like I dropped it on the on the floor like multiple times it still works. So, yeah, those that's are great. I know. Those are, those are make a pretty decent weapon actually if you, yeah. <laughs> if you needed to <laughs> I, I mean, defend I yourself.
1: One. I uh well sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I I, uh, I have one cuz I picked up I wanted to play the uh, colored version cuz yeah, 3DS only has black and white. Mm-hmm. I have a I have a Game Boy player on our GameCube and I wanted to check it out. So, I do have one too. But those things, yeah, those things are sturdy little buggers.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, uh no, I mean that's great. That's like you know, I actually think that's a common theme because I remember, you know, back back way back when when I was kind of getting to know Doom, he was like, "Yeah, you know, one of my favorite games is Metroid 2." So, it really uh it really go figure, like that game really is uh, an awesome quality Metroid title. Well, let me ask you a question. Have this is completely off topic. Have you ever played AM2R? I have.
1: I've only played it once though.
0: Okay, okay. I,
1: I love like that it. game. That I... might
0: be one of my favorite Metroid games, like it, it like including AM2R. Yeah, like, including, like, the official Metroid games. It's actually pretty wild how incredible that game is. Um, but, today, we are pivoting away from Metroid and going to something Metroid-adjacent. And we're going to be talking about an awesome Metroidvania. I'm kind of spoiling it, because I just said it was awesome. And usually we kind of like to like to tease whether it's good or not. But I really enjoyed this Metroidvania. And uh, this is a Metroidvania that um, our pal Game Worm suggested to us. And it's, it's available right now on the eShop, on the Nintendo Switch. It's actually available everywhere. Um, I'm pretty sure it's on Steam. I'm pretty sure it's on most major consoles. Um, and the game is called Islets. And it is a very, very charming Metroidvania where you play as a mouse. And you are trying to uh, reconnect the world together. So uh, I I didn't know. I, I, I knew when I first saw this game, when, when GameWorm pitched this game... I, I took a look at the visuals, and um, I'm gonna throw a game out at you, Dan. That uh, I don't know if you've played, but it's been on my mind a lot while playing this game, and that was Tunic. And Tunic is a game that came out earlier this year, and it was it was a, in a lot of ways like a I don't want to say a Zelda clone, but it was like very inspired by Zelda. And this game kind of like gave me a lot of similar vibes to Tunic, except that it was a Metroid version. It was kind of like the the Metroid clone version of tunic rather than the zelda clone version i don't know if you've played tunic at all but even comparing the two of them in my mind i was like okay well we're already starting off on a pretty high note because i really really like tunic
1: i haven't played tunic i've seen the visuals though so i know where you're coming from it's actually that one that is a game that's on my list because that also looks like that like just a charming cute kind of game like this yeah one. um aesthetic wise you know what i actually started to really get for some reason, and actually there's a couple of things and maybe I'll I'll talk later. but um, I was getting some Spirited Away vibes. Have you seen Spirited Away? Yeah, okay, I could see that. I, I, I don't know what it if it was the um there was like actually there's a there's a boss that you fight and it reminded me very much of one of the spirit guardians. But then you got the typical uh the spirit masks and I don't know, just something about the overall the, the vibrant colors and the and the theme, the spirit, the spirits landing world, all of it just made me start thinking spirited away. And a little hollow night, but um, but I don't know. That's what I was getting from it for a while.
0: Yeah, I, so I could definitely see Spirited Away. I was I was thinking of that same area that you just mentioned. Actually, we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit. But there there's an area in this game which is spectacular looking. Um, it, I actually had a uh, a lot of comparisons to Tunic and uh, obviously Metroid. But then like um, a big one for me was Ori and the Blind Forest. Seemed to kind of there's a lot of that kind of DNA in this game as well. And man, I actually think that was like the last inspired by Metroid game that we did, and that was that was at least six months ago. So we really, really got to ramp up our uh, inspired by Metroid production here. But um, yeah, so I mean, let's uh, let's talk about this game. Uh, we'll we'll start at the beginning and we'll walk you through why you, as a Metroid fan, uh, should probably check this game out because I think it's really worth definitely. your time and it's definitely yeah. uh, a fun, solid, like sure, It doesn't overstay its welcome adventure. So um, yeah, so this. Uh, first of all the game the the when I fired it up one thing that I really appreciated about this game is like you can completely customize everything like the controls which is it sounds like such a small thing but like man that's like it goes it goes such a long way in like today's day and age like not having a weird button assigned to the jump like yeah I mean Metro Dread you know unfortunately doesn't doesn't have that but I wouldn't say that Metro Dread is alone like there's a lot of games that just don't have that option so it's really nice to see like you know a game that that kind of features accessibility
1: i appreciate honestly that was one of the things i noted too first thing i did i mean i'm like oh no i'm gonna i'm gonna change that because i i mean i just like my certain layouts and and games why they don't i mean come on it's just just get the let us customize our controls it's just because you want to have that your, your normal natural feel when you're playing so I appreciate it. I really like the custom controls. At least that was yeah, nice.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, so yeah, that was that was the very first thing, and that kind of got me off to like a a positive start with this game already. Um, and then you start playing the game, and um, first of all, visually, the game is very charming. Like it's, I, I don't know how would you describe it. Like it's simple, but it looks like everything's kind of hand drawn, but it it flows very like very nicely.
1: Oh, I, I actually, what I had I had written this down because I kind of caught me off guard. It, it's very, it is. It's simple. I think that's a perfect word for it. It's not over stylized. I was actually, um, I was watching like a, a Hollow Knight playthrough. And I'm like, man, because I, I got f- similar vibes in terms of feel, but not look. And I was looking, and I'm like, oh, you know, because like Hollow Knight, you've got like all these overlays and all these like rare, like yeah. you know, And it just there's all these little nuanced things. It's just it's cool. It's nice, and it's not a bad thing. But eyelets um, really comes across as just simple it's you've got your you've got the ground which i mean you notice how the ground itself it's not it's it's almost like super mario world like where it's like there's not a lot of structure it's just the ground where it's like you know it kind of goes like this just i don't know i don't know how to explain it too well um but it's just i think simple is a good way to put it
0: It, it, like it, it really is like and actually i feel like that's you could basically apply that to like almost the entire game itself and like there's a lot of like simple yet like tried and true things that this game does, and they do it very well. Um, yeah, just like visually, it just looks it looks kind of like a mix between maybe what you said, like a a Ghibli film, and like maybe a little bit of Ori and a little bit of Tunic. It's very pleasing. It's simple. It's it's nice to to kind of as as you run along, it's it kind of it catches your eye without being too much, which I appreciate because yeah. sometimes in a game, I find like when you like, when you have, like, very precise combat that you need to be doing, if there's, like, a lot of stuff going on in the background, it's like, ah, like, is this, you know what I mean? Like, is this part of the, what I need to dodge, or whatever? So, I, I really like the presentation of the game.
1: Speaking of the backgrounds, I have to say, those though, those really stood out. I mean, you're going through, I mean, they did a Well, actually, I say they. It's one person, by the way. If you if you didn't know that, uh, Kyle Thompson is his name, right? This is another one of those uh, just single developers. He did the art, the code, the world design. It was published through Armor Games, but it's still just one dude uh, making this. But I mean, the uh, the the parallax scrolling that he did with all of the backgrounds is so nice. There's areas almost where like I feel like you can get some lore kind of from those backgrounds like the statues Mm -hmm. that are like holding the swords and things like that it's really nice it's um I mean the the front end is definitely casual simple but it's still overall like a really nice nice visual it's just it's 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 it's
0: the the opening area is the one that reminded me of Tunic specifically with like the the hero Mm -hmm. in the background I have a confession to make to you actually when Game Worm told me about this game I looked at the box art and I was like oh it's a game that you play as a dog and I, I don't know what was wrong with me, but I was like, that's not a mouse, that's a dog. And I I was just like, oh. I was telling my wife, like, yeah, I'm going to play this Metroidvania about dogs. And then, like, I start playing it. And it's like, you're a mouse. And I was like, oh, but uh, yeah, I caught, so... your,
1: I caught your stream, by the way. <laughs> I saw you and I'm like, you said, yeah, I'm streaming a game about dogs. I thought you were making a joke. I got in there. And I'm like, huh? No, I had to look it up. Like, are you a dog? Or are you a mouse? I'm yeah, right. Straight- yeah, you're I don't mouse. know. <laughs> yeah. I
0: might be the only person in this world that thought that that was a dog, but damn I, it. I, I kind of, they look I a little a dog-esque, a right? Couple
1: times. I mean, they were all like, some of the ears, like, they're almost like a little more like cat ears at times. Like, right. you know, you know the, the statues sometimes, they look almost like cats that are like, I, I was very, I don't, I literally had to look up, like, I had to go back and, like, wait. And, and I wrote, like, finally had to write it down. Okay, you are a mouse. Like, it tells you at some point.
0: Yes. So, it tells you, like, right mouse, away, right. actually, but. Um, yeah, so I was I was a fool. But yeah, so there's a lot of like statues in the background, like you said, that like very much reminded me of tunic with like the way that the mice are kind of designed. They they reminded me of just like the little fox that you played as. So again, I was just like I was like simple. Simple, but like like you kinda of mentioned in the background, it's like very, very i I would I would say it's also simple, but it's very, like, aesthetically pleasing. Um, it is. It is. and I and I would say that like simple as a theme, like I said, we could probably Talk about that theme throughout this entire game But I feel like it also applies to combat as well um, yeah. Fairly yeah. Fairly simple but like Tried and true so you know you don't have Like a ton a ton of different attacks But you you as the game goes on You like kind of eventually level up a little bit um, But I mean it really it's just About uh, attacking and dodging Like that's pretty much the yeah. whole crux of combat There are some extra you know You can use I don't know There, so there's a bow Available to you but I, I can't say that I use My bow like a ton did you?
1: I, I did. I started using it a bit in the boss fights because um, I did my I did a playthrough in hard. I wanted to go in on hard. Right. And um, there are times where like the boss will like go up and you're kind of out of reach. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. you know what? And you just kind of you, you you ping them a couple times. But um, and uh, I don't know. There, here and there. I mean, there are some of those floaty around like regular enemies where it's like, oh man, I don't want to die, so you hit him from a distance. Yeah. I did use it here and there. Uh, mostly going around stabbing things with the sword though.
0: Yeah, I, that's pretty much the exact scenario I use my bow. It's like, I got low health, I don't want to get too close. Or, like, if the boss yeah. was kind of floating away, I was like, all right, I'm just going to beat on this guy while he's there. But, you know, like, like again, so you, you do have the bow option, and you do get a couple, like, melee upgrades. You could do, like, the, the link from Smash Bros. down, Sword Strike, uh, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and you get, uh, you get a couple other, like... Uh, if you, if you go and upgrade yourself, you could like, when you hit enemies, there's like an explosion and stuff like that. So there is some pretty cool stuff, but for the most part, it is simple, but again, tried and true, you have to be very precise yep. and you have to be like, you have to be quick, uh, as well. So combat, I feel like is, um, you know, simple, uh, and that's a good thing.
1: Yeah. And I think this, and to your point, this is, uh, cause I agree, this is kind of everywhere, every topic we talk about today, I think that is going to be the overarching theme is that it is kind of simple. I think, um, he had, you know, he goes through a lot of ideas, but he doesn't dive too deep in any for, for better or worse. I mean, I think like in the instance of combat, yeah, it's nice to have kind of a casual, simple combat. You run and roll, kill things and you can kind of fly through it. But there's times where it's like, eh, I wouldn't have winded a little more. Uh, you know, like some of the minute, the collectibles, when we talk about collectibles, there's just some areas where it's like, eh, I wish there was a little, I wish it went just a little deeper. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the combat, though, yeah, it's it's pretty basic.
0: Yeah, and, and here's my biggest critique of the game, actually, since we're kind of... The combat is simple, um, but there are... And this is pretty much exclusive to boss battles, but there are certain times where... And actually, this is pretty much exclusive. Melanie back up even further, actually. So the world of Islets is... Uh, there's two different parts. There's the ground, which is like the traditional Metroidvania level. And then you can go up to the sky, which connects, you know, the, the sky in between the five islands. And um, you have a little airship. And it's actually, like, fairly charming. And it's it's cute being in this, like, busted, broken-down airship or whatever. But you're not very powerful in the airship is the point. And um, you just have... At the beginning, you don't even have a railgun at all. Um, you just have nothing. And so you get to do some boss battles in the sky... And I think that the term that would describe those boss battles is like bullet hell. Yeah, and I, yeah. I do not like bullet hell like at all. Like I, I not, I'm not horrible at them, but I just, I don't, I don't like them. So I, that was probably one of my biggest gripes about the game is like, I just, these sections, I, I can't stand these sections. They're, they're not my thing. I don't really enjoy doing them. I like boss battles that kind of have like a bit of strategy or, or whatever, rather than just like. So close like, oh, something coming here, gotta dodge here, gotta move there, whatever. Yeah, so I didn't yeah. really care for that. And I would say that at times, some boss battles on the ground replicated that to a, an extent. Not not like the yes. same, like yeah. not the same as in the in the sky. Those were like egregious bullet hell boss battles, but there are times when you're when you're battling a boss and there's like a million projectiles coming at you and you gotta dodge roll out of the way fairly precisely. So that that was yeah. the one thing that I didn't really love. That's actually probably the only thing that I didn't really love about this game.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I so I, I did. I actually enjoyed the bullet hell with the, against the uh, the pirate ships, mm-hmm. but on the ground battles though, there's actually one in particular. Uh, the the it's the garbage, the robot bat like monster oh, yeah. thing. I mean, he's he's at one point. It's, so bosses all go through two phases. They've got their first phase. And their second phase, like typically when you get them half health, the second yeah. phase, it's like, okay, here's everything from the first phase plus this. And it's like, I I mean, in, in the way it was working, there were so many things that were like offbeat because like you get like this random laser thing and then this other thing. And this, it's like, oh, my God. And it just became like, yeah, maybe I'll get lucky this time I, I that there were some boss. And I mean, a lot of the boss fights were like that. But that one in particular, I did not like him. No. Y-
0: yeah, I. Like, there is... There was a point where it, it got, like, too much with all the stuff that was going on. Yeah. But I was going to save this for later, but I guess I might as well say now. Um that I do think, to throw um, Isla to Bone here, is that... Because I got stuck on a couple bosses, like, a bunch of different times, right? Like, I was just like, ah, these guys are... Like, there's too much going on. I keep dying. Um, so there usually is at least something else that you can do or like something else that you can go explore and power up and anything like that um so i, I while i was stuck i at least would be like okay i'm gonna leave and, and like go do something else so it wasn't like those games where you get to something and you just like you you can't progress because you you are stuck right. at this boss battle so i will say at least for the pacing of this game there usually was a couple different like decent options to you know that you could that you could do if, if you did find yourself at one of those bosses where you're just like you know
1: yeah yeah i mean I, I agree i think i do think that actually that overall the pacing was okay i mean yeah. in terms of the fights i I, like I said i was on hard so rightfully so i mean i shouldn't be beating them first try every time so but he also the the, the developer there's a, a save point right before every boss fight, yes which is fantastic so even if you do die you go literally three seconds before and you can try again and you can try again and that was kind of the way you had to do it you had to like learn the attack patterns things like that yeah um but most times when I was actually finally like, you know, my God, I don't even know, like, you know, 10th time on some of these. And I, at most times, though, when I'd finally beat him, I'd have like a sliver of health left, which is I think it just goes to show how tight the battles were. Like, it was a good thing. It was like, whew, like, you know, it was like you feel good because it's like you walk away from that, like like the skin of your teeth type thing. So it was a, yeah. it's a good feeling. But you had to you had to kind of struggle through the, the, the again and again and again but uh overall it was it, it is a good experience overall i think
0: yeah and i mean like you you kind of nailed it like this game is uh you're not meant to beat the bosses the first try you're meant to die and die again and die again and learn with each time it's actually i found it kind of similar in some ways to the Ravenbeak boss battle where like nobody's going in that boss battle and beating it the first try, like, he's gonna kill you in phase one, or phase two, or phase three, and you kind of gotta learn, like, his attack patterns on each phase, that was kind of, like, every boss battle in, in Islets, I found, to an extent, like, I think, like, towards the latter part of the game, when I was, like, really rocking, there might have been, like, one or two bosses that I was able to beat first try, but, like, other than that, like, you kind of go in, and... Like at least for me, I was I was playing and like I wasn't even necessarily trying to beat the boss on the first like go around. I was just kind of trying to like observe what they did so that I could yeah right yeah like get that knowledge and beat it later. So but yeah, to, I mean to your point, there is a save station outside of, of every single boss room, and we're talking like the quick saves too. So like when you die, you like instantly respawn. It's not yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. we're gonna go to like a game over. Would you like to continue? Yeah. Yes. Like it's like it's like all right, you're dead. Like let's go, let's go back to the action. So I did appreciate that, um, and I did appreciate this too. So there was uh, obviously this is a a Metroidvania, and there is a lot of vania in this Metroidvania. Specifically, with the way that w- beating enemies actually matters, because when you beat enemies, you get I don't know what they are—little spirit orbs or something like yeah, that currency basically and so right, right. what you can do is take that currency and you can go back up to the sky and you can either strengthen your sword or you can buy a potion to increase your health or actually there's like a bunch of different things that you can that you can buy with this um you can upgrade parts of your map stuff like that which we'll talk about later but so they're usually even if you are stuck and there's you know you've done absolutely everything there is to do you still can go and you know beat up some enemies the first comes to worst and power up your you know your weaponry if if you really are stuck so i yeah. did appreciate that as well um because sometimes like not that i think that this happens a lot of metroid games but like if you if you were to get to a boss in metroid like there's really not anything you can do because like you're you're as powerful as you're going to get when you get to that boss where here you can go around and you can level up and you can do a bunch of stuff to at least kind of get some momentum going so um i did uh, i did like that a lot as as well as kind of incentivize you to like, keep fighting enemies and not just, like, scroll past them. Because one thing that I right. found in this game is, like, the physics are, um, like, they're kind of, they're, they're almost Super Mario-esque in the, in the way that uh, you laid out earlier, where, like, you can start off running and it's kind of slow, but, like, the, the more that you run, like, the quicker it is to build momentum, and thus the quicker it becomes, yeah. like, jump over and skip, like, large sections of each room and in each enemy. So, you know, it, it does kind of reward you for slowing down and fighting.
1: Yeah. And so I gotta say, just speaking of that, though, with movement, one thing this game does, I know a lot of games do this. I, I hate this, though, is did you notice that um, it's a, if you do your uh, your your roll, if you if you roll and roll and roll and roll, it's actually faster than if you were to do your standard run and walk, like your standard walk, which I, I-, I don't like that. I wish games didn't do that. I wish there was a penalty like, you know, I wish it was not faster to just kind of roll and roll and roll. Because it's like I don't want to do that if I'm like playing a game and I want to, like, you know, you you want to use your fastest method, I don't want to keep rolling, pressing a button, roll, 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 it's just silly. Like, I wish there was, like, a longer delay after the roll, or maybe make your run walk just a little faster to kind of outpace it.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I, I've played I play too much Ocarina of Time rolling roll, high oh, roll field for that to be, like, an issue. So I will say, at least your your little mouse didn't go, like, ah, after each single yeah, roll that so. Like, <laughs> 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 um, so, yeah, so, I mean, like, overall like gameplay I feel like is very solid very like it's stuff that you've seen before but it's it's very like it it's just done in a in a good way and it's kind of it kind of brings us to mind to me it's like all right well these are like ser- these are staples of this genre for a reason because when they're done well they really work and I think like yeah bullet hell aside uh, for me I I really liked everything about the gameplay actually in this game like the core gameplay ter- fighting exploration movement it all really clicked for me.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I, I think for the most part in the overall picture, it was it was a good experience. Um, there are some parts of this that I felt like they, they, it maybe uh, struggled a little bit. For example, uh, I don't know if you want to talk about abilities right now. Yeah, uh, let's, just, let's go right yeah? into abilities, um, sure. But there's there's two in particular. Well, maybe three, but there's two in particular. So, first off, and so, you know, your typical uh, like Super Metroid and Metroid, you get the wall jump, right? In this game, you have the wall climb, mm-hmm. which when you unlock that you can now climb any wall in the map which it brought me thinking of like the spider ball um you know it's like it's just at some point it's just i don't know it just it, did it open up too much all at once it's i i found myself climbing every wall just so i could find i guess i want to fight 100 percent i want to find all the secrets yeah and i wish i don't know i think between the two i prefer a, a wall jump it's just i don't know something about that um did you like the wall climb
0: yeah, I did, actually, and and I think... So I can understand why you'd make the comparison to the Spider-Ball, but I th- you've heard me talk about the Spider-Ball before. I think that's, like, the worst ability in Metroid, actually. Yeah, it's. yeah. And, and specifically in Metroid 2, by the way. I'm not talking about Metroid Prime, because it's awesome in Metroid Prime.
1: It is, it But is.
0: The, the thing that makes a Spider-Ball so gruesome is, like, you have to get into morph full mode and, like, activate, like, you have to press a switch or a button or whatever to, to get actually sticking to the wall, and, like, it's very cumbersome to to get to the wall um and, and switch between regular morph ball and spider ball and like sometimes you want to bomb and then quickly get spider. so like nothing about it works for me i would i would more so equate the wall climb to like the space jump for me because like it's it, this but when you get the space jump like you can freely explore to the top of like every single room and check for every single ability and stuff like that and i feel like the wall climb more or less unlocked Almost every room, with a few exceptions, if you had, like, a very ginormous room with, like, something in the center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I didn't have a problem with that. I, you know what? I'm going to be honest. I didn't really have a problem with um, any of the, the upgrades um, at all. I will say that there are, I would say, two in particular that you get them and you use them for, like, a couple points on the map where you need to progress. And once you do that, you don't really ever use them again. And that's the... Uh, one of them is, you get an upgrade for your arrow, and you can you can shoot a target, and then switch places with the target, which is actually pretty cool, but, like, you don't, I feel like you don't use it very much, and then at the, like, the last power-up in the game, you get kind of, like, the charge attack for your sword, where you can break some, some indestructible blocks, and I feel like you don't really use that one a whole lot, either, beyond, like, the obstacles that the map have put in front of you, but I do think that there are some other power-ups that kind of make up for that, but, uh. Yeah,
1: I mean, I yeah. Think overall,
0: I was like pretty, I was pretty okay with what we got.
1: The the charge, the charge attack. I I actually was really disappointed with that. I mean, it was, it felt like a whimper almost. It was like it would be like you know, in, in Metroid, you can you get the like you can visually and really like audially like audibly, that's a good word there we go, <laughs> but <laughs> like visual and audio, you can feel Sam is charging up. In this game it was like a. It was just like a, a like a whatever kind of almost like a whimper type thing I didn't I wasn't really down with it I didn't use it that much mm-hmm. um the the other ability I didn't like uh, it was really it was the cloud arrow you know so that you you got okay. two abilities for your arrow you had that one you talked about the teleport one but then the cloud one and that so I was using that at times I was going through the garbage area and I felt like I was almost cheating like it because it was like I feel like the the, the developer he had put up all these different like uh traps and things like that and sort of things you had to like jump through to kind of get through the corridors it was you know it was kind of the challenge of the of the area and meanwhile you've got this cloud here i was like no i think i'll just go over it all never mind you know it's mm-hmm. like eh and that one just didn't it, it almost felt a little op for me at the time when i got it um, i can see what you're saying
0: i could definitely yeah. see what you're saying i i think for me i was like okay like we're getting this I think it's one of the last expand or expansion. It's one of the last abilities that you yeah. get in the game. So at that point for me, I was like, this is fine. Like I, I don't need to, to do all these traps that I've already done. in like the spirits grave or like the, the other areas. Like I, I just, just like, it helps my momentum um, kind of keep going. So I was okay with that. And I think that there were even some like instances where you use that ability and like, you, you'd have your cloud in it, so this this power-up shoots out a small platform, basically, and it lasts for about, I don't know, like three seconds, five seconds, something like that, and then it disappears. Yeah, it it so there's there's some pretty cool instances where, like, you'll be in a room and, like, there's, like, spikes coming from the top, there's spikes coming from the bottom, and you shoot your, your cloud arrow in the middle, and, like, it kind of blocks the, the spikes or the lasers or whatever it happens to be, and you kind of have to be fairly precise, like, navigating through that, so... I, I see what you're saying, but I think there was enough utility in that that I was like, okay, I, I'm I'm pretty down with this.
1: Good point. It worked with the lasers too, because like those similar areas, I know you're talking about, and like the laser to be shooting down, you could also mm-hmm, block yeah. the lasers. Like it's a good, that's a good point. It does have kind of uh, some extra utility.
0: I wanna I wanna give a special shout out because I, I need to shout this out in any Metroidvania whenever this happens. And the first game that I ever saw do this was Ori in the Blind Forest, and I loved it for it. But Ori in the Blind Forest knows that this is a metroidvania and it knows that you're going to have a double jump. And so it's just like, we're just going to give it to you right away. Like you don't have to mess around You're just here's your double jump. It's like the the second thing that you get in the game and you get the double jump, like extremely early in this game too. And I was just like, thank God, because it's, it's so nice just being able to have that in a metroidvania. So wanted to shout that out to, uh, for Islet. So thank you. Thank you for giving us the double jump early. I will say too, Um, there are a bunch of, like, there's a couple different areas in the game that have really fun, like, unique gimmicks that aren't abilities per se. Like, there's the one area where you get, like, this orb, and when you, when you have this orb on you, you have one really high jump. And, um, it's not, like, a, a ability that lasts forever, but... It's, it's just something cool that, like, you, you have And you use it to traverse through that area And, yeah, like, when you get the wall climb later It kind of takes away from that ability But um, there's another area, too, where there's, like, these these clouds And, like, if you go through yeah. one end of the cloud You you pop up from the top So there's a lot of, like, great puzzles that that use that as well So I thought it was kind of nice Because, like, they're giving you Like, they're kind of giving you these quasi-abilities Without, like, making them a part of, like, your permanent arsenal So I, I thought that, yeah. that was pretty cool
1: I, I like those I really did I, I, I just this is actually goes back to where we were, I was saying like, I wish you went a little deeper. Like I love the little light arrow like the light jump thing. You, it's just this one thing you can't so it's it's really cool when you get it. You, you can't jump otherwise you use it. So the way the puzzles would work is like you have to like roll off a platform like conserve your jump get as far as you can down this corridor without jumping and then use your one magic jump. Yeah, but I wish there were, I wish it lasted long. Like I mean, not the ability I wish the uh the puzzle area like i wanted more of it mm-hmm. it was fun it was really it was challenging i liked it and same thing with the cloud area i mean it came up a couple times it actually came up again during a boss fight which was cool um but i just wish i wish it, there was a little more to it um but they're, they're really cool abilities i liked I, I did like those as well um
0: last thing that i wanted to the last ability that stuck out for me anyways was there's actually an ability that you get for your ship which it's kind of like that arrow that we talked about earlier where like you can shoot a little thing and like trade spots with it I actually think that that helped like fairly significantly for me doing this bullet hell thing which I you know I've said I'm not a bullet hell guy and um that that to me like kind of really helped me just navigate the all the stuff coming at me because if it was too much I was like Ugh, and I got out of there so there's not a lot of upgrades that you can get for your ship but that one um that one was a good one I liked it came a little bit late so, yeah. in the game but hey
1: yeah, well I mean you needed it for it. well I don't want to spoil too much but hey but you needed it though. But I like that one as well. That was a uh, that was cool.
0: Yeah, so uh those uh those abilities I thought were were pretty good. I want to talk about the map of this game. Um, because I think I think like a crucial crucial ingredient to any metroidvania is a good map. And luckily yeah. I think that this one is uh is just a, a very good map overall. Like again, simple and nice. Yeah. Um, but what it does that I really like it's kind of like a tale of two maps Because you can zoom out and get like the classic Metroidvania grid based Map and, and like that we're all used to But yep. you can also zoom in And um, again I Keep throwing this game out there but it's very Ori in the Blind Forest Where like you can see like the Topography and like the actual yeah, like, cool Layout of, of the map which is or Of all the different rooms which is very cool So um, I think that the map Again simple But like very very effective
1: yeah i i like that actually it's funny i had that exact same thing in my notes i loved it because like yeah you zoom out you've got the super metroid grid look you zoom in you've got that nice like oh this is what this room actually is um the one thing i i wish it did have though were like sub area names because there was yes. actually there was, uh, yes. there was some there were some puzzles where it's like if you go back to the forgotten rots it's like well where is that again exactly like uh i i wish i wish just like some sort of overlay of some of the the sub area names that would have been really helpful yeah. um also this game desperately needs a mini map oh my god please like i i so many times i'm just walking through and it's like i, I don't want to have to keep pausing the game just so i can see where i am it's like i wish this game had a mini map that would have that would have gone a long way for this
0: right i think i i was okay without a mini map i would have uh i wouldn't have minded some markers perhaps that you could put on the map to come back
1: to custom markers
0: yeah custom markers um but yeah i I will say i do wish that it did have um area names for sure because there's a lot of different areas in this game Uh, and i guess we should actually talk about the structure of the map too so the the entire game islets is based around these five separate islands that you are trying to bring together and each island has i don't know like three maybe four sometimes even like little sub areas on them so there is a ton of different um, areas that you can traverse in this game. And actually, one really cool thing about this is that um, you'll hit a bunch of dead ends on the map, and when you connect the islands together, so each each island has like a little magnet that you have to activate, and that that's what zaps the islands together. Um, and when you connect them together, it opens up those dead ends, turn into connecting points into another area on the map. So I actually, I really liked that gimmick. I thought that it was very cool. Um... But yeah, so there's yeah. A, there's a ton, there's a ton of area names. So having, at, le- at least having like a name at the teleport stations would have I think really helped or went a long way to kind of like remembering what's what and and everything like that.
1: Yeah, I, I actually and I, I really like that too. The main gimmick of the game that's actually that was one of the main draws. That when uh, I know when a uh, gamer when he suggested it, I'm like, oh hey, that's cool. That's a really cool idea. Yeah, and because uh, it is cool, like you'll find these dead ends and then like. And like you said, you know, the map that it comes together. But then there's, like, these other dead ends that you didn't even know quite existed yet. And then, like, you go to those and it's, like, it's a new it's a new creative way of, like, opening up part of the map. You know, we're so mm-hmm. used to Metroidvania, like, having an ability allow you to explore a new part of the map. This one, it's actually the world itself, like, coming together creates, like, the, the new pathways. It was a cool idea. I actually really enjoyed that.
0: Yeah. And, like, I really like how they... Um, how they mark on the map, too. It's like a little, like, gray chain or something like that. Yeah. So you know that you can go there and, and explore it, even if you haven't been there already. So it's done, um, I thought it was done really well, actually. And another good thing about this map um, as well is you can, like we mentioned earlier, you can buy, uh, like, upgrades for your map. So, for example, yeah. you can say, like, hey, I want the teleport stations to heal me every time that I go there. Or the, the one that costs the big money is the one that shows you all of the uh all of the secret abilities on the map and there are a ton of them by the way which we'll get to in a bit um yeah. and that's the one that yeah. i saved up for like right away i, I, got, I, went,
1: I'm like, oh I was God. like i need yeah. this
0: right away this will pay itself <laughs> off um, you and i are the
1: same we want 100 yeah. this thing so oh yeah
0: totally and well yeah. i mean if you do that the bosses also get dramatically easier so uh true true um and, and, yeah, and getting around the map, too. Like, there is a ton of different uh, teleport stations. So, like, I'd, I would say each area probably has two or three or maybe even more. So you can usually get to where you need to go fairly quickly by using the teleport stations. So I think the the design of the map, the actual, like, navigating the map, um, I think it was, like, the, again, I, this is, like, take a shot for every time I say this. But it was simple, it was functional, it was easy to navigate, and uh, did its job really well
1: just about that though, teleports that actually was something i think that worked really well with this whole gimmick of like the map coming together so if you're so the islands right gear so you have to discover the islands in the pirate ship right you, so you right at the, at the start of the game you have access to one island and you can unlock teleports you can teleport all throughout that island but you get in your ship you go off you find a new island you connect them together. Now you can actually teleport between the two islands because they're actually connected now. That was a really cool, like almost reward for connecting the islands Mm because now you don't have to go off, fly all the way around in your ship again. Yeah, actually, good point. That was really nice. I actually really liked that. That was a cool way to kind of just open up some fast travel.
0: You know, I will say, so we talked earlier about how when you died to a boss, you're like right outside. Not the case when you're in the the airship, which was kind Uh, of a pain in the butt. And I died a lot so but I digress um so let's talk about the areas I I have um there are a few areas that stuck out to me but tell me if you agree with this I think that a lot of the areas like while you're in them are very fun a lot of them have like some unique gimmicks to them like the like the jump thing we talked about or the clouds I would say that like the areas aren't like so dissimilar from each other that I was just like, oh, like this one like really stuck out. There are a few that did stick out, but I think by and large, like they kind of blend together a little bit for me. Um, But that being said, like, it's not like they're not fun. It's not like they don't look good, sound good, anything like that. It's just like, maybe that there's like so many areas in this game that it's, it's kind of just like, okay, like now I'm in like my, my 20th area of the game. Like what's this one called again? The music sounds sort of similar to the one that was came before it. So I I don't know I don't I actually don't even know if this is a critique or not. It's just something that I noticed like in the game like there are a few areas I thought that really stuck out, but I would say most of them kind of felt like I don't know like not not like not like incredibly distinct from each other. Did you have that same kind of experience?
1: I don't I mean I'm trying to so I, and, and I'm thinking the top of my head the areas I mean there may be some sub areas that were very similar to others. But overall, I I had a pretty distinct uh, uh, I felt like change. I mean, it was a very it was very much a color scheme change a lot of times because yeah. again, this game's not it, this game's not over stylized. You're not seeing a lot of like, you know, whatever like, uh, just design structure. There's there not like a lot of stuff design. on the
0: map. Like, there's not like no, crazy no. trees or ice on the ground or whatever, right?
1: Like... Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, like my my favorite spot, I think, in the end, I mean, it was a tie. It was a toss between like the spirits landing. And uh, forgotten, the forgotten rots. I think that's actually what it's called. Right. Um, those two very much stuck stuck out. Uh, stuck out like uh, the spirits landing. I mean, you've got spirits. It's very purpley. I would, spirits floating I would agree. around. The spirits um, landing then, like, the is the one that I,
0: I made a mark of, and I was like, this looks. Inc-. I actually oh, like. Awesome. I when it when you it's go awesome. there, there are like these ghostly spirits, and they look like fish bones, and there's like they're swirling around, oh, and it looks so cool. awesome. It looks breathtaking, actually. Like so that. I was just like wow like this looks incredible and that that is definitely the one that stuck out to me for sure
1: that's actually the area that really got me thinking with spirited away it's actually yeah. the, one of the bosses there one of the i think there's mo- there's more than one there but it was the grave boss because what you do is um uh it was like I, I guess spoiler i think at this point right we've already kind of spoiled a lot here but oh yeah um yeah when, when you beat this guy um it ends up it's actually a friendly spear underneath it's like, oh, he was just all dirt and grime. You just, you cleaned him yeah. up. Thank you so much. He's actually a friendly spirit. I'll go bring him back. And that what reminded me of Spirited Away, where um, when she has to clean it, this this nasty spirit comes in. Everyone's like, oh my God. And they're running away. And and um, I forgot the main character's name, but she does a heck of a job and like she, she cleans the spirit and it winds up. It's this like water spirit. Yeah. And it's like, thank you. And it's like, it was actually this friendly thing. That's what, it just made me really think of that. Yeah, um, I, I totally. Area, though.
0: Actually, when you when you said "spirited away" earlier, I instantly was thinking of this area and like all the, the yeah. spirits floating around and stuff yeah. like that. Um, I would say a couple other areas that stuck out to me. One was the clockwork area because that one had like a lot of very cool like wall climbing kind of puzzles, like where you'd climb on the wall but it would sink as you were on yeah. it, so you, you had to be kind of like zip zapping across and and climbing like up and, and avoiding that. Uh, those are like again a classic kind of. 2D adventure staple, but when done well, are really effective. Um and the pits, I thought was like the garbage area was, was a great one. Actually, so that one had like the garbage compactor that you yeah, needed to yeah. outrun, which I thought was great oh. and really again reminded me of Ori in the Blind Forest when you have to outrun the, the big raven. So oh, I think the uh, Diggernaut. Or or yeah, actually the Diggernaut too. I was diggernaut. Um so that 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 area I thought was really cool. Pretty much the whole like uh, last island is pretty pretty gruesome dark like kind of kind of scary
1: yeah yeah it was but go back to the clockwork place I, I gotta agree i loved those little log t- like yeah you, you jump on them like you had to like almost so i said you don't have wall jumping you can essentially wall jump and like there's puzzle in this one where you're like you're jumping on a log and it's slowly like falling down into spikes and you have to like mm-hmm. jump to the other one i loved those but just i'm curious what did you think of the main boss of that area i what what were you thinking? I, I felt weird. Like I, I couldn't tell. Is he actually a bad guy?
0: Um is that the one with the The charming receptionist? That uh, uh or is that a golem? He's...
1: No, I, it's he... the it was the owl dude who like he was the clockwork maker. Was he an owl? No, maybe not an owl, but he was like the he
0: Oh yeah, yeah, he the clockmaker. He was the he was the yeah. old mouse dude. Uh I thought that that boss fight was really fun, actually, because that that one also had the uh like the the platforms that were moving you know the stuff coming from the sides and like that that was a really fun boss fight actually i would i would almost say um i'm skipping ahead a little bit here but i would almost Mm. say that i would apply the same uh, again i don't know if it's a critique or not but like i would say that like there's a lot of bosses that to me like felt somewhat similar and i i don't think that's like bad but like A lot of them kind of have like the same thing, like you have to dodge all of the projectiles and then hit it when you have a chance. Like they kind of blended together a little bit for me. There are a few that stuck out, but they blended together a little bit for me.
1: Yeah, that was I mean, that was one of my critiques as well. I'm with you on that. I I think the boss is almost like this is kind of like not a weakness of the game, but they are all they're all very much learn the attack pattern. Like you said, dodge the bullets. Okay, here's your chance to hit get a few swings in that that was basically every every boss but pretty much i mean some of them were cool though i mean some of them were cool fights i did actually i really i loved fighting the um the spirit the a thousand spirits one that, yeah that was i had that one marked down now, that one was I, a great I fight i like that i um, think that was the one in the trailer too that was one of the ones they highlighted in the trailer because like, yeah that was, that was a cool fight
0: um one actually what i did forget to mention an area and i can't remember the name of the area I, it was a garden of some sorts but this garden, you had to track down like all the like the seeds that you needed to plant. Yeah, I, I thought that that was fairly charming as well. And I'm kind of like a a sucker for those uh, foresty areas in my in my adventure games. So uh, I did like that area as well.
1: I had the cloud. That that was the one that introduced the cloud jumping. That was a yeah cool yeah that's right. I like that. And you got the seeds, and you want un- you like slowly unlock the next level. It was I yeah I enjoyed that. That was a good area.
0: Um. So yeah, so like lots, there's tons and tons of different areas. And like we said, you can you can kind of peel back the layers a little bit on the areas when you, when you actually sync the, the islands together as well. So it's very well done. Um, I want to talk briefly about the music because I would say that I really did enjoy the music um, of this game. It kind of, again, it kind of reminded me of Tunic a lot. Um, and there's lots of different great like tracks in this game. But there's one that sticks out to me a lot, and it's because you hear it over and over and over and over again, and that is the boss theme. And I don't yeah. know, if, I don't know if this is the same with you, but like that theme totally reminds me of Super Smash Bros. Melee, like dude, or maybe know. it's Brawl, like the main menu where it's like do 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 Like that, the the boss
1: theme.
0: Anybody anybody who is going to play this Islets game, which you all should, by the way, it's a great game. Go and listen to this theme and tell me it's not it does not sound exactly like Super Smash Bros. Every time I was hearing it, I was doing the little bop along like I was playing Brawl in 2008.
1: It it was good. The one thing I didn't like, though, I didn't actually I felt the boss theme was a little underwhelming. I I guess I I I wished it was more like uh, not, not axiom verge boss per se because like i don't want the sci-fi woos and wahs. like sorry yeah sorry doom that's that's technical language right there yeah uh doom and all uh, but anyways <laughs> um like I, I i don't know it was okay i guess i would have preferred something a little more upbeat on that
0: yeah it was okay, it was okay i i yeah. think that 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 particular theme was okay but like it's just the theme that you hear the most because every boss has yeah. that theme which it, was act- the same it was the same theme, so it was just kind yeah. of like, alright, whatever. I would say that, um, again, I think that the music was simple, and it, that it was good, and it didn't... I wouldn't say that the soundtrack was, like, um, like in- incredible, but I would say that, like, while you were in each area, the music, I think, complemented each area. Not yeah. necessarily that it's... I, you may disagree, I don't know that any particular track, other than, like, the main one when you first get on the island... I don't know that any of those tracks, like, stuck out to me, but I do think that they complemented the area while you were in them, and they sound, like, good while you're while you're exploring.
1: Generally speaking, for me, they felt just very calming. Like, I, honestly, yeah. there was times I felt like I was playing Minecraft. Like, I, <laughs> I it was just... I could have just sat there all day, like, just like, la, 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 la. Like, it was just... It was very calming. Um, the ruins, though, that theme did kind of stick out for me a little bit. Uh, that one... I don't know what it was. It was like, it seemed very fitting. Like it was just, um, that one for some reason sticks out for me, Mm. but overall it was just, I say the music was very, uh, calming. Just kind of a chillax kind of theme. Yeah.
0: Um, so yeah, like simple, uh, got the job done. Um, certainly I think that if you could put a, a soundtrack together that like doesn't have any stinkers, I think that that's like a, an accomplishment in and of itself. Even even like the boss battle theme, which we kind of beat up on, I feel yeah. like that one is is fine. It's just like you just hear it so often that it's just like yeah, all right.
1: Yeah. Um, I would have I would not have minded like a, a second theme or something, you know, something else for a boss, but yeah, or at yeah. least something for like the
0: last boss or like the golems yeah. that you end up fighting. Um, let's talk about this game story. So it's not like yeah. a it's not like a completely story driven game, but there is like uh, some stuff that you can sink your teeth into. So, um, the story goes like this: the there used to be a big island, and uh, it broke apart into five separate islands. And this great hero put it back together, but over time it broke apart again. And you are playing as Ico, a down on his luck mouse, trying to be the new hero, trying to reunite the world together so that's pretty much like the the gist of the the premise of this game one thing that this so this game uses i don't know how you would describe this like animal crossing talk like whatever characters oh. talk it's like oh, blah, 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 oh. Blah,
1: blah. oh my god it, no i had this is exactly what it is okay have you anyone out there if you've played seven billion humans <laughs> i'm telling you it's the it's identical go listen to it after this andy i'm telling you it's it is exactly. I I, I, I was playing. It and I'm like, wow, this is exactly seven billion humans. It's I, like, yeah. blah, 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 blah.
0: it's it sounds like those KK slider like remix songs. Like, so I was playing. I was playing this game, and every time a character would talk, my dog was just like, what is that? And like look over and just get all like up and and alert and ready to pounce or whatever. Um, which ironically, my cat didn't care at all. You'd, you'd think that she would because they're mice. But uh, so I thought that that was kind of funny. Um, but over the course of the game, you meet, you meet, like, a lot of, like, really charming characters, actually, so the, the one that sticks out, I think, probably is Snoot, who is this, like, Snoot is kind of like Gary Oak, to start off. I, I was gonna, yeah, right? This guy keeps on saying, he's, like, the biggest bragger, and he's just like, I've slayed a thousand monsters, and blah, 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 and, like, you keep on doing these exceptional things, and Snoot keeps on being, like, you should be my assistant and stuff, and, like, he just, he's like a classic heel character, Man, but he yeah. does come around at the end, which is very charming,
1: but... It is, actually. I gotta say, I, 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 I didn't, get, I actually didn't, I'm usually one to, I love a good cry, okay? But I didn't get quite teary, but the end, you know what? It was nice. It was he was very around, sweet. Like, you know what? You're okay, Ico. Was it like I kept saying Iko. I think I'm used to Iko from, like, ICO, but, um, yeah, I kept calling it. But anyways, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you just want to, like, a couple times you just want to slap him. Like, well, for the love of God, you didn't do anything, Snoop. I know!
0: It was, and I was like, you did you, you're lying to me. I know you are. And it turns out he is. And he's, he has kind of a nice moment where he's like, I just wanted to, to think here. He, for you to think that I was cool or whatever by slaying all these monsters. And so Snoop comes okay. around at the end. And you also meet, um, a nice, uh, nice character called Greybird who wants to be a hero, but is, uh, feels very powerless. And then, like... He kind of grows in strength and courage over the game. Actually, so the ending has Greybird and Snoot basically, like, fighting these three golems and buying you some time to save the world, which I thought was, like, very charming, actually.
1: Cool. Actually, yeah, I liked it. And just gotta say, gee, Greybird, I wonder where that inspiration came from. Yeah. Um... Little on uh, the and, nose. You know, I, I I appreciate it though. I really do. I yeah. appreciate games that wear their colors on their like you know what's the whatever the expression is. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I I agree. I like that when they the two of them like you know what uh, we're just gonna help you out. We'll we'll take care of this. You go take care of the big dude. That um, was nice.
0: There was another character. So there's a lot of like charming like little side characters. Like there's the tour guide who tries and, to to lure you oh, God, into God, a God. death trap and like the the one guy who gets turned to stone and you can actually save him later in the game. Which is very nice. But uh,
1: I mean, don't forget Goba. I was gonna say, Goba. that's where I'll go ah, next. Yeah. Goba. Right, yeah, go for it. Go for is it. This... <laughs> Goba is like
0: I, I what would you classify her as like the receptionist for one of the golems? Oh
1: god, I don't I don't know, I guess. It's so funny. Him?
0: She's like this crazy mouse. She got like she's got like a little bit of Harley Quinn vibes going on almost, but she's not like dangerous. But like she's just like my boss, the golem, and the golems are like the bad like guys of the game, like these these giant monsters. And she's like this is going to be so much fun. I'm taking you to meet the golem and you're going to have a ton of fun at this party. Like the party is a ginormous boss battle and she actually ends up saving you at the end of the game. So go figure spoilers. Sorry. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, spoiler. But no, I love it. Like, yeah, like, like, yeah, she takes you over to the boss. It's like, Hey there, look, he's trying to take over the world. (laughs) You want to kill him. You've got so much in common. Yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) And then just walks away and it's like, thanks. She was very, very charming. Yeah. I I love the drawings she does of you. Mm-hmm. Like so she she, she uh, there's this uh there's a mail system in this game, like a mailbox system, like you'll send letters, you get letters, things like that. Goba sends you this letter and she makes this drawing like, "Hey, look, I was so inspired. I drew like your like your eyeballs like where your face is supposed to be. Like everyone else is drawn normal, but you, you like it's so funny." Yeah. And then you get another picture later on. It's just the same thing. You like you look you like she draws you like an absolute doofus. It's it's funny.
0: Yeah. I I think that like this game has a lot of like character a lot of charm which yeah. uh, you know i know that story isn't like the biggest part in a lot of metroidvania games and it's, and it's not the biggest part in this game either but i will say that like the like the good metro the great metroidvania games understand like you still do need a purpose to everything that you're doing and like when you have a cast of, of charming characters like this even if there's not a lot to them it, it really makes your experience a little bit more rewarding because like i i felt like the final like you said like the final like moments of the game i thought were like very like very touching
1: yeah it is it really is it kind of comes around on itself snoot has his own little arc yeah like, yeah you, you would not expect a ma- this is not a yeah like you said metroidvanias you're really here for the game you're here for the exploration the the, the getting of abilities um story yeah you want some like you said you want some purpose which this game mm. delivers i almost feel like the you know the developer he's like he had this cool idea he's like oh shoot i need a story to wrap this around so yeah. we, you know <laughs> and we get the story and but it's actually kind of nice. It's cute, and it's um, yeah, I like it. It's it comes up to a nice ending.
0: Yeah, and and I'm gonna, the 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 S word again. It's nice and simple. It doesn't it doesn't try and be anything too complex. It's very easy to understand, very relatable. So I, you know, for what it is, I like really like the story and really like the characters. Um, which by the way, actually, we we kind of talked about some enemies, but I and I skipped over this, but I do want to give a shout out to uh, the enemies of this game before I forget, because there are there's got to be like. 60-plus unique enemies that you can fight in this game, which is, is like, a lot. Um, it reminds me a lot of the first Metroid, actually, where, like, there were so many different enemies for you to encounter, so... And, and I think that the enemies in this game all look, like, very cool, like, they... A lot of them have, like, different orbs that shoot out at you and try and kill you and stuff like that, so... Um, it doesn't do... It doesn't do what a lot of other games like this do, where like it kind of recolors some some other enemies and makes them gray instead of red, so that they're tougher or anything like that. So, I do uh, I do want to give a shout out to uh, the enemy design. I thought that it was it was quite good.
1: Huh? That I gotta say, that's funny. I was actually on the opposite side of this. I um I was I felt like I could have used a little more enemy variety. Okay. I um I felt like uh, there there was like these like these hanging guys who shoot. Then you can shoot. Like I feel like they were almost reskinned a couple times, or like the the, the the gamers that are basically uh were they zoomers right no yeah they're not actually zoomers but like you're typically the they, they, yeah. they don't do anything they just they just walk around but there's like two of them that basically do that um like then there's like those like those month those enemies that like they'll just kind of walk around uh, like a thing shooting things out and there's a couple that they differ slightly but again they're just so similar i would have liked i don't know i part of me i i had felt like i could have used a little more variety in that in that i part. i
0: think um I don't know that I would disagree with you in terms of like I think a lot of the enemies like functioned similarly, but I think like yeah, in terms yeah, of like yeah. the just the actual design of them, I was I was really impressed with them. I I thought that like yeah. for one guy hand drawing all these enemies, I was like, this is like pretty impressive. It, it did remind me a lot of like Nestroid.
1: That's a good point actually. Again, this is by one person who did the art too. Yeah. So in that yeah, don't get me wrong. These are not these are not like you say recoloring of an enemy. That yeah, they do some of them have similar functions, mm. but all have very different designs which actually is a good point that's a really good point
0: yeah and i think that you're like the critique about them functioning i I think is fair and actually now that you mentioned like there is like you can almost look at a metroid enemy and be like okay this is the Islets equivalent of that enemy this is the Islets equivalent of that enemy it's uh again it's kind of wearing its inspiration on its sleeve but uh i think that that's okay um so we talked briefly about boss battles earlier i did want to shout out um another another boss battle which i thought was uh, was very fun so we talked about the clockmaster we talked about the tomb of a thousand beasts i i don't know why but i really enjoyed that plant boss battle and i really enjoyed that after that battle he the plant goes up into the sky and is like flying around i don't it just it charmed me for some reason i thought that it, it was one of the very few boss battles that like i didn't die a million times i think i got it on like my second try
1: Nice. That actually, I struggled with that one because, like, yeah, that was the one you had the two clouds. You had to at one point you had to like bounce off a cloud, and he, the dude is like yes. dropping these things, and you had to like fall in between. Oh, that I I actually died a lot on that one, um, but I I do agree though. When after like any t- so the the plant is actually owned by the the shopkeep dude who's in that area, and he's like, oh no, my plant <laughs> ran away, and so you bring it back, right? And then the next time, once you finish it all up, that area, you go back into the overworld. And there he is like hey look here's my plant we're gonna go out on a vacation and it's actually funny because at the end of the game there's like this scrapbook thing you can look through and like you get pictures of this dude like send you pictures like here's us out on a trip here's us over here (laughs) like it's just funny
0: it's cute yeah it's it's very true i mean the whole game is very charming but that that boss battle in particular just charmed me for some reason um you know actually the final fight with the golem is is pretty sweet too like the final boss battle as well like even the parts where you have to um, do the airship portion of the final boss battle, which is essentially like re like repurposing the boss battles that you've already done prior, but I thought that the like the first part of that was really really fun. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah. There was, oh God, I can't remember which one it was now, but I remember the boss that gave me the biggest trouble was. Uh, uh, I can't remember, but you have like the, um, it has like, it, it goes into the center and there's like the five clouds that go around it and you can, you can jump for them. And like, if oh. you have like these projectiles shooting at you, it's insane. It was very, I must've died like, like 50 times. Yeah. I don't remember.
1: I, I know what you're talking about, but actually that reminds me, we totally, uh, we totally skipped over a really cool, um, it's one of those, like, it's not an ability you get, but it's one of those like in environment things you can use the grapple hooks. I loved those things. So there's um when you're traversing the map and sorry, I say this because the battle, the boss battle that Annie's talking about um it actually like they're 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 present. And you have to use yes. those while you're fighting. But the idea is it's this like if you get close enough and you you attack, you'll like um you'll grapple, you sort of grapple it. It's kind of like um oh, I'm trying to think of something. Maybe it, Ori had something similar where you could like uh you know, you could attack those things and kind of keep jumping. Yeah, I um, I would
0: say the closest that you can get to is uh is Ori, or, um... Yeah, it, 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 you, if you play a Metroidvania, you probably see it in a similar mechanic where, like, you can continually keep jumping if you're able to hit yeah. an enemy. This one, there's, like, different grapple points, and, like, there's... They're very... They're used to very good effects in, in the map yeah. and, and traversing and stuff like that, but they're also using boss battles, too, which is, like, this particular boss battle I was thinking of was, like, so tough. It was so tough, but, um... I, you know, to be fair, a lot of the boss battles were pretty tough the first time that you get them. They were. Um, okay. Um, I want to talk oh, about. Actually, okay,
1: one sec. Just want to just want to say for that. Bo- I actually the uh, the final final boss when you mentioned. I do want to say. I I kind of appreciate it. It was almost like a mini boss rush. That was kind of nice. It was like because it was all bit, four yeah. main ones, kind of hitting you like in turn order, and then it was the four pirates, um, and like you know like mini versions though, because like it wasn't the full fight. Yeah. And then it was then you had like this final sequence, but I really I did enjoy that though. I really liked that.
0: I will say I was complaining earlier about the about the bullet hell stuff, and by the time that we got to redoing those first couple boss battles it was like this is significantly easier with my like teleporter and like my my gun that i have um and and i guess it's worth mentioning too like like i i know i was dumping on the the bullet hell parts but the actual like graphics of the bullet hell part i thought looked very cool because they come at you in like some kind of cool designs like it's like a big fish or like a dna strand or something like that and then and then it breaks up and you got bullets everywhere everywhere but it looks cool beforehand
1: it does. Well, so at does. least
0: it has that going for it. All right, let's uh, let's talk about some extras here. Just uh, odds and sods and, and whatever. Mm. Um, so we talked a little bit about this, but this game has like a ridiculous amount of just hidden upgrades that you can get. There's there's sixty in total actually, and I would say so. I I, I do like them because there's some really like really good upgrades that you can get more health, you can get more um, you know, more powerful, you can level up your bow and stuff like that. I will say that, um, much like Metroid, the act of finding them is more rewarding than a lot of the expansions themselves or the upgrades themselves. And I think that's just kind of like a, you know, there comes a certain point where like, you don't need for your, for your bow to be any more powerful, but like you want to get, all of them and, and like you run into the same thing with every metroid game, where like it's like do i really need another power bomb expansion no but like i gotta get 100 so i do think that this game has a little bit of that going on but i really like um there are some pretty unique ones there like you you find an upgrade and you can free the guy that gets turned into stone which i thought was cool um, mm-hmm. some of them like i said earlier if you do get stuck on a boss you can go and find uh, an upgrade and you can you can like upgrade your sword or whatever. And there are some like there are some different ways that you can get upgrades too, which I kinda like. Like first and foremost, like if you if you speak the Metroidvania language, which I think we probably do, and a lot of people listening to this probably do, you can kind of look and be like, that looks like a, a little secret nook that might have something that I can go explore. And and often right. there is. Or like, there is also these rooms where you kind of have to use your grapple hook to like trace a, a star or whatever. And then you can upgrade. Or there's some oh, combat I rooms. Or there's like puzzles. So I think that the actual act of getting these upgrades is like pretty pretty cool. Like it's a little bit of exploration. It's a little bit of puzzle solving. It's a little bit of like combat. So I, I think overall, like I, I really enjoyed uh, you know getting the hundo on this game.
1: Yeah, I, I'm I, basically everything you said. I, I really I, I loved him as well. Um, I liked it. It feels like you get like a, a miniature, a mini way of customizing your play, your playthrough. You know, it's like, bit, yeah. Uh, the only thing I didn't like is I wish they would stop offering currency. My goodness. Like, uh, so many times I'd have an option of like, you can increase your attack by one or you can have 200 currency. It's like, uh, Um That I wish they did, you know, that they could have done away with. But um, overall, I liked getting them. I love those star challenges. It's basically like, yeah. Yeah, a time trial of like platforming through. It was really cool.
0: Yeah, and you can use, like, the grapple hook or the wall climb or, like, all these different things, like, the cloud right. uh, arrows. Okay. So lots of different ways that you can do it. I didn't, You know, I didn't mind the currency, actually, because I was, uh, I think to upgrade your health is only, like, 400. So if you got the yeah, currency, it, it was, like, half of that. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll just, I'll go spend it and get a potion or something like that. Yeah, um, all, right, all right. But I do, like you said, I think you can customize it a little bit because I don't think, like, I, I think that there is, like, more upgrade possibilities than there are actual upgrades so like you can pick and choose and be selective about which ones you actually want to to have now granted like they might just be like enemies create a bigger explosion or like power up your bow again but i'm pretty sure that they you you can't get all the upgrade abilities you know what i mean like even on the last one there was still like three options to choose from right
1: yeah, and there's some really cool ones, too. I mean, I actually, like, uh, you can really improve some of your actual main abilities, like uh, your your slam. It's like the one where you, like, you jump up and you come down and drive your sword down below. I mean, you could actually, uh, you could increase. So when you do that, there's, like, a blast radius that kind of shoots off from your sides. You can increase how far that goes. And then also, you can even further uh, make it so there's, like, this, like, these side arrows that shoot out of it as yeah. well. So you can really improve that. I was using that thing, like, crazy by the end of the game. Um. There's also like uh, when you uh, you can improve your jump so that you have a, a downward arrow that shoots every time you double jump, mm-hmm. and you can improve that again to make it like shoot more than one arrow. It's that's it's cool. There's some really that cool was a good one in there.
0: You know what was a really good one too is like there's a there's an ability that causes um, if you get hit, you will then like shoot off some orbs or arrows. Oh, I or I love something that like one. That. Yes, that was very valuable because I got hit a lot and uh, it was I nice to at least dish something definitely. back out.
1: I actually I beat a boss with that thing at one point. I was like <laughs> last hit. That thing saved my butt. I, that was a cool ability for sure.
0: Yeah. Um, so and there, there's tons of different cool abilities in this game. Um, and there's even a cool little side quest which you actually you have to do if you want to get all the abilities here. But uh, kind of like a nice little uh, thing to go back and do. You get like you were saying you you have a letter box and you get this mysterious letter that shows up and it's kind of giving you some vague hints of where to go on the map. And I think there's like three or four spots that you need to follow it to and you need to do something in order to activate the next area or whatever. So I I like that little challenge. Not much to it, but at least it was like something a little bit extra to do in the game. And you got an extra boss fight of it, even if it wasn't a new boss fight Uh, per se.
1: That was disappointing though. That was disappointing. uh, Yeah. You know, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to tell you. You want to know what the boss is? You got to play the game
0: um <laughs> i will say if if you this is a boss that i did not die to i'll put it that way
1: the first one uh, yeah like yeah the one uh yeah i'm about say yeah. um but uh oh i died to the it the first guy. time
0: but not this not the second
1: gotcha yeah the um this one that's the one where i wish there were sub area names because this is where it was like it would tell you to go somewhere like go to this place and it's like Oh, I don't remember where that is. Yeah, and you have to like, find it. But um, I liked but it. I, I, like I will say
0: that you can. This is where the map really stood out to me because you can go. Like, here's a spoiler. So if you don't want to listen to this, fast forward. But there is one point where it's telling you to like go to a mass grave in this area, and I do wish that they had subnames for sure. But yeah, I I finally when you zoom into the map and you get out of the grid base, yeah. you can see and you're like, okay, there are some graves here. Maybe it's here and sure enough it was so i will give it that but i i can't agree with you more like i wish there was i wish that there That's was subnames point,
1: though, that I, that I actually didn't realize that until uh, after the fact so Oof. i i was i was i was just wandering around um actually i i kind of looked it up at one point i'm like you know what i can either spend an hour looking this up and i'm just or wandering around but i did not realize that until after the fact which was yeah. too bad
0: um so yeah you if you do that you get like two bonuses for getting 100% of this game and I think that both are fairly fun so first is you get the boss rush mode which is pretty cool because like these bosses are are pretty fun but actually I really liked the there's like a a, I don't know what you call like a secret area and it's a house and it's all the characters in this game just having a party and it's awesome
1: it rounds the story story out so well like it's so nice
0: um it's and then, like, you, there's a jukebox, and you can listen to all the music in the game. Like, there's Snoot, and he's kind of making himself out to be this big hero, and Greybird is is doing his thing. And it is—it's just like a really nice bookend on the game. I thought, again, it was very charming and very, just
1: very sweet. So really funny, though. I gotta say about that when you're at the jukebox goba standing next to it if you talk to goba yeah. she goes like oh i love music but i only know i only remember how to dance to one song if you turn on the one song like you, you can cycle through a song that she'll actually start dancing but then if you switch to another song she'll stop but then you put it that's back you on, like can only dance to the one side it's so cute i i love that whole area that was fun
0: oh that's fantastic um so yeah like this this to me was like the actual like real reward for getting a hundred percent it was nice just to you yeah. know, it's kind of nice just to have, like, an area where, like, there's no enemies, there's no danger. It's just nice to go and see these characters that you've kind of grown fond of throughout the course of, of this adventure. So, um, it was a really good way to to cap off the game. I know that our final stats are different, but, uh, so I ended up... <laughs> I ended up with, uh, with 100%... And I think just under ten hours, like nine nine hours and uh, forty minutes, or something like that. Don't, I, I think I might have beat your time, just uh, just by a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I
1: think you beat my time. So I did hard, hundred percent, and it took me a hundred and thirty <laughs> hours. So how about that? One of the longest games I've played. That's this value. So, so fun fact: when you're playing this game, um, and actually, I do want to. I'll touch it. I think there's a reason why now. Um, cause uh, but anyways. If you pause the game, the clock doesn't start. Even if you go into standby mode with your Switch, the game time does not stop. So nope. I had started like on like seven Saturday morning, and it got to be like Sunday evening. I'm like, huh? I guess the clock's still running. Oops! Like, and I just I, I just didn't care at that point. But uh, yeah, uh, I think one thing that I, I that this game with the simplicity of it all and the way the map is designed i almost feel like that he was really trying to make this for speedrunning. it, it yeah. just uh i don't know it, it just it really felt like it, it was he had speedrunning in mind when he was making this because like there's there's so many areas i feel like where there's like parts in like that that break up like a, a certain corridor for no other reason but to just be a stumbling block of like breaking your momentum type thing or mm-hmm. you know but if you know it well enough you can kind of work through it i don't know it just and then the whole clock thing it would make me it just overall i felt like this game was almost intended for speedrunning, running yeah, uh, other yeah than being i like have no doubt player.
0: yeah i have no doubt that was probably like a a factor as well like i think a lot of these yeah. 2d metroids have like i mean axiom verge literally has like a speedrunning mode where you can right. have like your your breaks and your time and stuff like that so i wouldn't be surprised at all if this was uh something that we like don't see run like pretty frequently here um so yeah that that's eyelets it's a fantastic Metroidvania, um, really, really enjoyed it. I, I mean, I wouldn't say it's, like, in the, in the upper, upper, upper echelon of Metroidvanias. Like, I think, like, you clearly still have, like, your Ori's and your Axiom Verges, and then, you know, those, those are the truly great ones. But I think that this one is, like, right up there in that kind of class below, which is, like, it's a really fun adventure. It's gonna hold you over for some 2D Metroid, um, until, you know, the next time, whenever that may be, that we get a game that comes out. Very charming, very very familiar like i I think that it's nice when you play a game like this you could pick it up and it feels like familiar like right away so um, yeah but but not overly familiar either like it does have a lot of new stuff going on a lot of cool areas so i i would like i was really impressed by this game i really liked it actually i think that it was very solid and i would absolutely recommend it to anyone uh listening to this
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, if you, yeah, if you love the Metroidvanias, this is absolutely, check it out. It's 20 bucks on Switch right now. I think that's not even, that's not bad at all. It's like worth, that's worth 20 bucks for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, It's not a long game, but it's, but it's fun. Uh, Like Andy, like you said, it's just a cute story. Um, I will say, uh, I don't know, we didn't really talk about, but sequence breaking, I don't know if you, if you found any, like, little secrets, but I, I did find that there is something you can do to kind of break some sequence, which was cool. Really? I may have to go back and try to see if I can do, like, bosses in a different order type thing, but if you use, like, the charge shot, you can, like, you know, like, those, those like, you can uh, unlock parts of the map in between, like, those yeah. gray blocks, you can kind of cut through it and get it on the wrong side. It was kind of cool. So, I'm going to, I'm going to have to All go right. back and try it out, see if there's uh, little areas I can do that with but um but anyways yeah it's a great game i totally recommend it
0: yeah totally um and so, yeah this is uh it's available pretty much anywhere that you want to pick up this game it's on the switch it's on steam it's on your xbox it's on playstation check it out really uh really fun okay. game i think that you'll have a good time with it daniel thank you for uh for hanging out with me today my dude how was your first omega podcast appearance
1: Wow, this is fantastic. Thank you. Uh, thanks for having me on. This was uh, this is a lot of fun. Just, to, hey, come on. You get to come on and talk about a fun <laughs> game like Islets. This is, it was a pleasure uh, to come on here. So thank you very much for having me on.
0: Well, thank you for playing this game and, uh, and doing the show with me. And uh, shout out to Game Worm for, for recommending this game to us. Uh, yeah. You nailed it out of the park, buddy. Um, all right. Well, that uh, that is going to do it for us for this week. And, man, we got like a whole slew of Good stuff coming after this week So uh, last week was Alien This week is Islets but after this We are doing like three solid Weeks of Metroid Prime to Celebrate the 20th anniversary and then Immediately after three Solid weeks of Metroid Fusion to celebrate that 20th anniversary so there's a whole Heckin lot of uh, Metroid stuff coming up here on the show In the next couple weeks and we hope that you'll stick around with it um, Until then Check us out over on Twitter. I am at Spetery316. Daniel is at A Fallen Apple, and we are at Omega Metroid Pod. And you can check out OmegaMetro.com for all your Metro needs: guides, maps, articles, news, all that good stuff. Check it out, and uh, you know, wherever you get your podcast, like and subscribe, leave us five-star reviews, all that fun stuff. Until next week, everybody, take care.